Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? It's a special one today because this one's a bonus edition because I finally found out this movie called Tammy and the T-Rex existed and it's from 94 and I saw a picture of Paul Walker and Denise Richards on like, I don't know, Pinterest or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck movie is this? And I I found it, found the trailer, sent it to Charles and was like, have you ever heard of this? (laughs) And you were like, what is this? And I was like, this looks so bad. We have to do it. I don't know how I've lived this long without having this movie in my life. Like, Like, how did we not know about it? Like, we don't, I mean, I wrote down things in the normal way that we usually talk about movies here. So like, this can go into your first impressions like had you never heard of it until i told you the other day no no i me either i had no idea Um, right like what the fuck i feel like this movie should be like held up in like the same league as like you know like um you know maybe not jurassic park but um you know like weekend at bernie's maybe yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) like i actually wrote like this is weekend at bernie's meets jurassic park like this is that kind of 90s movie, like The Pest with John Leguizamo, Jury yeah. Duty, Pauly Shore films. I feel like it's it should be in that class. Um, don't be a don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your <laughs> juice in the hood. Like yep, that one. <laughs> I would say even like scary movie. Yeah, yeah. Even in like the spoof kind of satire ca- like category, but yeah, I mean, I saw Paul Walker in a crop top, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm super <laughs> in on this. Um, right now it's on Showtime. If you have Showtime, it's, uh, um, streaming. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, and you get, I think you, if you have the AM, you sign up for the AMC package deal, then it's like included. Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, there there are some ways to see it. And apparently, this was only released on December 21st, 94 in video. Oh. So there was no box office release because everyone in it was, you know, not very famous. And yeah. it's just the craziest film ever. So that's like the main thing. So this really, in my behind the scenes, there was no box office because it never was released in theaters. And I don't think it was ever made on DVD either. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they found what happened was this was PG 13. And what happened is they had to take a lot of the gory parts out to make it 13. Mm -hmm. And then they apparently in Italy, they ran it uncensored and somebody taped it and had it on YouTube. And the director was like, the director, actually the director is Stuart Raffel and actually saw it on YouTube, found it and was like, holy shit, who has the rights to this extra footage? Because we need to recut this film into the way it was supposed to be. Oh, and like awesome. the jokes and all this kind of stuff. So now it was released in 2019, I think as this, like whatever special edition, like 25 years or whatever. And so, yeah. So now I think the one on Showtime is the like unrated or like okay. our region one. Yeah. So um, it was like supposed to be like a family film, like a son-in-law. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. a goofy, you know, like harmless comedy. You know what I mean? I, I, I have to say the story is a lot heavier than I was like kind of prepared for. Like, yeah, it is like, kind of weird. Like this is an, another classic example of like a nineties film with a really cheesy trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really give you that much about the film. Like it does, but it, it'll have you thinking it's way, yeah, not as heavy as it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
like um there it's like I, I know like after Jurassic Park came out there was like a series of like really really bad like B movie Im- imitations that were yeah, like, like I was, released I was shortly after like there was this movie called Carnosaur that I think was released like maybe not the same year but it was it was like pretty close and it was like something something about dinosaurs being brought to, back to life and escaping from the lab and they end up like getting loose and in like Arizona or like Texas or something. And, oh, just you know, like lost world. Yeah. And, you know, there's like this scene, you know, of stereotypical teenagers making out in the front seat and then, uh, you know, a velociraptor gets in, like rips them open. It's and but like, you know, they like it's like B movie. So they actually like show it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you: Was there a boom after? Because Jurassic Park was just such a huge film, and not just like not just the film itself, but as a culture. Because like yeah. dinosaurs were everywhere, and I feel like they just were. Everyone was trying to learn about them, and there were movies about them, and you just kind of saw it around. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like as icons, you know, about different things. So I was wondering, like, this was '94. This is the year after Jurassic Park has come out. Yeah. So it's like, oh, dinosaurs are cool. Let's make a weird, kooky, like, weekend at Bernie's yeah. <laughs> with, with a dinosaur, like, kind of, sort of, like, thing that would actually never happen. Yeah. But in a yeah. way, like, campier way, not like, not like uh, Jurassic Park, where it's like, I fear for my life kind of way. Yeah, like, I mean, I I think dinosaurs have always been part of, like, you know, like, bad, you know, you know, like, B-movies. Like, there's this other movie I used to watch a lot growing up that was made from the 70s called Planet of of the Dinosaurs. Really? Yeah, and it's it's about, like, a space crew who's shipped, um, sort of, they have to, like, abandon ship, and they end up, like, um, like, uh, like, like, evacuating onto a planet that's, like, basically the exact same as earth except it's like a lot younger so oh. like when they crash they're they're it's it's earth, basically earth but it's you know like 65 million years in, in the past in terms of d- development so they have oh. to so basically this group of people has to live with dinosaurs and everyone has like bad 70s hair and you know they're oh you know, cool it sounds good yeah yeah it's i mean it's um the acting is um <laughs> i mean it's something you have to see but oh um, no <laughs> but um I, I i do have to say the dinosaur effects in a uh, planet of the dinosaurs are actually really good oh um, cool yeah <laughs> and oh nice like, um i'm trying i think there's like one movie called like One Million BC that has like uh, Ringo Starr in it, and it's what? Yeah, and it has like uh, I think it's sort of this like stereo, not stereotypical, but this like old you know like uh, plotline where cavemen live at the same time as the dinosaurs, you know. And oh, um, <laughs> what does Ringo Starr do in it? Um, he plays a caveman who I think rescues Shelley Long. Um, what? He's a beetle. But well, apparently he um he kind of uh wanted to give a tried acting and oh my goodness <laughs> wow that's really embarrassing <laughs> like super embarrassing um, um I actually wrote that as my first impression was this movie how could I not have known 
<laughs> and then I also wrote, no, really, how many times has Paul Walker played a football player? <laughs> like, <laughs> can we can we find out? Can we is there a tally? Because he always plays a football player. And rest in peace to Paul Walker. And like, my God, he just is like so movie perfect. Yeah. Looking. It's just like kind of insane. I think he was like 17. Oh, okay. In this movie. Um, like I, I think. I was sort of scrolling through his IMDB like bi- biography and I like had forgotten how much stuff he's been in. Like yeah, he's um, in a lot. Like there was this movie that he was in with like Steve Zahn and Lily Sobieski called uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like they like play like people on a road trip that somehow piss off this like trucker and they're like on this cross country flea for their lives or something. Fuck, so, this sounds amazing. What the yeah. hell movie is this? Um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna look. I'm looking it up. Is it, is it Joyride? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. it is. I was literally talking to Mike the other day about the skulls, and I was oh. like, dude, the skulls with Pacey. We definitely have to do that one. And but I was like Varsity Blues, she's all that. Okay, that's two movies. Tammy and the T Rex, that's three. That he's a, a um football player. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's these are just in '90s things. But he was also in like a Who's the Boss episode. Oh, okay, wow. Um, yeah, he was in like I guess a TV series called Throb. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> wow. And he was in some Young and the Restless episodes. Oh, okay. I mean, he um, would be, I guess. Um. Have of course, you, uh, she's all the. Of course, Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, I mean to ask you: Have you ever watched like Fast and the Furious from like beginning to end? Because I feel like that's something I should do at some point. Because you mean like all of the films? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. I have such a special place in my heart for that first one. Yeah. That when they started to get, I think I saw the fifth one, the one where they went to Rio. Oh, they went to they went to Rio. <laughs> I think that was like the fifth one. This is okay. How I feel about Fast and Furious is the same way I feel about Mission Impossible. Okay, like I really liked it when the series started out, but then once it got to be too much of like sequels every two years, yeah, I, it kind of like lost its magic. So I really am attached to the first ones. Like I'm very attached to the first Mission Impossible, which I know is not very fashion grungy, but we should probably do it, even on a Patreon because I fucking love the very first one. Yeah, it's good. Like, I think it's so good, and it, now it just is a little bit too like Tom Cruise heavy with all of his like weird stunts and shit. Yeah. But like now, but the old ones were like good. Like everyone was in Mm. it. It was kind of equal, whatever. Same with uh, fast and furious. It just got so big. And then some of the original cast wasn't in half the half of them. Like, I don't think Paul Walker was in like one. Wasn't he like not in like the third one or fourth one. Then he came back. And like Vin Diesel wasn't in all of them either. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I haven't though. I mean, I would, the third one, I, I think it was, the third one, Tokyo Drift, I think. I think There's so, yeah. One of them was like Tokyo Drift. There's too fast. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Now The Rock is in it with Jason Statham. It's like it's becoming all these other action movies like put into one. Yeah. Like I don't get it, the way that the world is expanding. I feel like it's just like, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I guess people like it. It's like the new Transformers. Yeah, I do. And, you know. I do remember when the first one came out because um, I think you're the one who told me about it because you're going through that car phase. Yeah, so. I think I saw it like 10 times in the theater. Yeah. That's why I like really love that first one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like a lot. I'm like very attached to it. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, it's now gotten very out of control. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds like it's gotten a bit crazy. Um, <laughs> I'd be down. I would be down to, to watch them. I don't know if I would review all of them, but I would do the review the first one because I really like it. But I don't think anyone would care. Oh. I've already seen that people don't like action films on the pod. 
Oh, not too um, many. So he's also in this movie called Timeline that is, is based. That? It's based on a Michael Crichton book, and it's about this like um, it's about this like uh, technology like independent technology company. That, Skynet. Yeah, but except, in, except Amazon. Except in, <laughs> except seven defending cyborgs, they kind of sort of invent like time travel. So like, this, like, remember that movie that was like the same thing that was uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like you had he had like time on his hand or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. this sounds like that too. That wasn't Looper, was it? No, Looper had uh, Bruce Willis and uh, what's his name, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, <laughs> wasn't that Looper? Yeah, Where he yeah, like aged right. and he like went back. Yeah, he like went okay. back to. I feel like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is now in like the Christopher Nolan world where he does like all these movies about like bending realities Mm -hmm. and like weird like he did that weird one where he was doing the tightrope across the um across the what is it the towers yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. like he just does yeah he just does like so much it's it's so crazy i'm just like god i I really love him though i think he's so cool yeah him and dylan hall there's a new dylan hall film on netflix that they're saying is Oscar buzz. Uh, it's oh, called cool. the guilty or guilty or the guilty, something like that. And I think he plays a detective who used to be like, I think got demoted to like nine one one operator. Oh, and he huh. has to like solve all these like crimes and stuff. But I believe there's one like domestic issue that I, I guess kind of becomes the focus of it, but apparently it's supposed to be really good. There is also that Chris Evans movie that is basically just like a big, like uh, ad for like Nokia cell phones. But what? It, what is that? I, I forget what it's called, but it has like Kim Basinger in it, and she's like been kidnapped, and she somehow gets access to a phone, and the only number she can dial is like Chris Evans's number, who I think is just like a random guy. And so, like, he uh, this um, is recent. I think came out maybe like ten years ago. Oh, um, before he was Cap, or when he yeah, started to be yeah, Cap? Yeah, um, I, I, I'd say it was probably before or around the, that time, but I think it was oh, like okay. before he was like famous, famous. Oh, okay. Um, but he basically tries to like save her, and she um, <laughs> is able to like call him. But you know, but he runs into like all these obstacles. You know, like he runs into like traffic, and you know, <laughs> he like runs into noisy construction, and but that's okay. Because he knows how to mute his cell phone so that on Kim Basinger's end, the kidnappers won't hear his call. So it's, so she's fine. Oh, <laughs> so my God. It's like, wow. It's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That sounds like there's a movie with Hall that's kind of like that. Remember that movie Phone Booth? Yeah, with was like that- Colin Farrell and like Katie Holmes, and like the whole fucking thing was her in that phone booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I thought that movie was gonna be really like kind of crazy, and it was just kind of like, oh, remember they had all these movies about phones? They had like cellular phone booth, <laughs> like all these yeah. like things that were supposed <laughs> to like freak you out about like telecom <laughs> and like the net <laughs> and like <Yeah>. hackers <laughs> and like all these weird like techie movies like Nick of time i actually thought the, the net was really good <laughs> no the net was great we should um, probably do that one we also I, need to do nick of time I and do. johnny mnemonic yeah yeah well we were um, gonna do that like a while ago we still have to do that nick of time is great because this is like the first movie that i'd ever seen that took place in like real time so yeah i know it's really um, cool and it's um you know it's like 
it's like oh it's like it's there's like a lot going on <laughs> and there's johnny depp <laughs> yeah yeah him too. It's, it's like prime johnny depp it's like good johnny depp um okay so the cast of this movie is denise richards paul walker theo forget ellen yeah. dubin theo force or forset i mean forset um he's the one who's byron oh okay who some article said like is him modeling himself after RuPaul. That <laughs> was kind of funny. Ellen Dubin, Terry Kaiser, George Pilgrim, Sean Whalen, who is one of the guys in Jury Duty. Oh, is he the cr- criminal? Yes, he's the criminal. <laughs> Ca- was it Carl? Carl something? Yeah, he has three like, names in the it, movie. It's the one who's like. Hey Carl, say hi to Judge Ito. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So that's the guy that's in Jury Duty. He's like that psycho guy, like Billy's like weasel friend. His name is Weasel in it. Okay. Uh, J.J. Saunders, who's the cop or the sheriff. Ken Carpenter, Buck Flower, Siobhan Durkin, who's like that bitchy girl who calls uh, Billy. Oh, She's like okay. driving by that night, and Michelle Maika, who I think is like the friend that's with her. Okay, so yeah, those are the people in it. So this is like pre Denise Richards anything. Yes, apparently getting into a little bit of behind the scenes, I have found that the budget was a million dollars. I mean, so I guess for that this movie tracks, that's right? pretty good, right? Yeah, that seems yeah. to make sense. And they said that all of the scenes were really close to the director's house. Oh. They were within like twenty minutes, so he, they wouldn't have to like keep driving all over the place. So I thought that was kind of funny. And yeah, it was just a super loose script. And this literally only happened because he had access to an animatronic dinosaur for two weeks. <laughs> and he was like, hmm, what can I do? Like, that's not crazy involved. That needs a lot of money, I guess. Yeah. So this is pretty good if that's what you kind of come up with. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a little young Frankenstein. <laughs> it's a little like, yeah, yeah just like satire crazy. Like it's, exploitation. It's shit. pretty. It's pretty bananas. It's like. so fucking crazy. It reminds me of just yeah. It's such a typical '90s genre where we had all these like really campy movies where like things happen that could never happen. Mm-hmm. Like Gleaming the Cube is kind of like this too. That movie yeah. with Christian Slater, which we definitely have to do. Um, but yeah, that one is kind of like cheesy in a really weird way. Almost is, like a Baywatch episode. Is that the one where his brother gets killed and he has like mm-hmm. he's like Vietnamese? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like really weird, but it's actually a good film and should be talked about. I mean, a lot of people know about it. There's another film that I saw on Amazon called Thrashin huh. that has like Josh Brolin and it's about like two rival skateboard gangs in like the late 80s oh wow (laughs) that looks kind of cool um and there's something else i I saw on amazon i feel like a lot of these movies were like aired on like the usa network and on saturday afternoon at like five o'clock like i mean i I gleam in the cube totally yeah like um and i remember they also showed this movie that i became obsessed with called scorned and um, it had Shannon Tweed in it, who I think eventually married uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah, 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 like, from Kiss. And so she like plays a um, woman whose husband like um, dies by suicide, and um, he's like a businessman, and she ends up like, you know, um, like uh, sort of like um, setting her sights on revenge to 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 like the entire family that kind of like caused him that she things cause him to die and so she sort of infiltrates his family as like a french tutor 
and oh shit. she just does like all these like insane things like she seduces the husband and starts like drugging the wife and starts oh sleeping god. with her teenage son it's like pretty crazy <laughs> oh my god wow <laughs> yeah. the 90s had uh literally wild wild we keep talking about it wild wild west movie themes it yeah. was like yeah. anything <laughs> fucking goes like this one i i'm just what you just said now that one completely insane. This one completely batshit. That one about people getting off on car crashes that we still have to review. <laughs> yeah. Completely insane. Like what? Like who funded any of this? Like who gave you a million fucking dollars to do this? I mean, <laughs> and the fact that you were able to raise a million dollars as as like pitching this is like pretty impressive. <laughs> and the fact that this T Rex is like completely able to like comprehend everything with a horrible like <laughs> puppet arms and legs that actually like make decisions there <laughs> like I, in terms of like bad movie dinosaurs i have to say this wasn't the worst yeah like, it wasn't like the, sh- the like actual outfit you can buy yeah you put on <laughs> and just run around in because you definitely like seen that it actually isn't bad it is kind of funny there are it. like some an- an- anatomical things that have since been disproven scientifically, but anyway, they tried. <laughs> they, yes, yes. I um, I I could not have done it probably all that much better. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> what did did you find any behind the scenes stuff? Uh, no. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah. Okay, not well, not good, but I was gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm trying to find the costume director because I was completely enthralled by the fucking costumes, um, and I am mad that okay, Melinda Eshelman is the costume designer. Okay, I did you do you have any fashion notes? Uh, yes. Um, there was. Um, I love Denise's like funeral outfit. And I, I was I like, girl, you're wearing red to a funeral. <laughs> like, I know, a red velvet, crushed velvet dress. <laughs> um, dress. I was like, I mean, that that that's a bold choice. But, like, um, but uh, I also loved, um, she was like one of like the, her like crazy ex-boyfriends, like kind of like, uh, kind of like, uh, like, uh, like, um, like groupie girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and like, she, she like had on that really like green and blue like co- colorful top and yeah the at the fight, fight. Yeah. yeah at the yeah. fight in the beginning yeah that was and, that was the best fucking outfit and also her like facial expressions during that fight are like hilarious <laughs> like, I know they are <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And I love Denise is just totally like, no, Billy, he's going to hurt you. I was like, oh, my God. Um, this reminds me of that awful Brad Pitt film called Cut in Class. Oh, Have you ever that? seen that? No. It's from like 1988. Oh, Charles. <laughs> I, I dare you to get past 30 minutes of this movie. I think I've watched like 20 minutes and I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, it's worse than like this. Oh, I actually got into this story. I was yeah. actually like, "How is she gonna get him back?" I was like, "Are we?" But then I think halfway through, I was like, "Wait, we're really not seeing Paul Walker in a crop top anymore." <laughs> like, that's all we got. We just got one shot. I was like, "Oh, we got okay. duped." So uh, when people talk about crop tops, is that what people are talking about? Like that thing he's wearing? That's like oh, that like God, sweatshirt type it. thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Because I've like. I mean, there are higher crop tops on men. They do go higher than that. But that's very specifically like a football night or late 80s, early 90s type like vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like specifically. And I am so here for it. 
Yeah. I think it looks so fucking hot. Um, I think Johnny Depp also had it in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that was yeah, like right. 84 or mm-hmm. 81, whatever year that was. Um, uh, yeah, he had it. I, I, ugh, I love it when it's on like the jock guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks super hot. You know, I, um, you know, my freshman year of college, I was um, on, I don't know how this happened, but me and my roommate were placed in like the same hall as like the entire football team. So <laughs> nice. We're on Patreon. So go for it. Charles. <laughs> so, <laughs> go for out this story. <laughs> so like, um, so it was weird because my roommate was like kind of a stoner, but, and you know, I'm, you know, was like me. So I, I was like, how did, how did this happen? <laughs> like, I, mean, this, I feel like I'm about to start like the plot of a Greg Rocky film. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, it's totally what, what it sounds like. It sounds like Kaboom. You were saying that movie boom no no oh you should see it it's like one of his ones in like 2010 and they're in a dorm and this like one one guy who's by he's like obsessed with his roommate his roommate's like his roommate's name is thor and he's like blonde and super hot and he's like he always like fantasizes about him all the time it's really funny but he's you like know, a football player you know i have to say as much as i complained about it at the time i thought the i thought the football team was were actually very you know like I don't want to say gentlemanly, but they weren't as bad as I could, as they could have been. Yeah. To aren't like, as bad as you lead them to believe in like, yeah. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, th- like there is this whole thing in like, at, like my college freshman year when like they designated one entire dorm to be like the freshman dorm. Uh-huh. And apparently some of the horror stories that came out of there are just like legendary. Like Why? what happened? Oh, just, you know, like, you know, people just got really, would just get like, we would just be on drugs and, you know, they'd like throw up in the hallways and, you know. Because like, <laughs> they're all just like so immature and like yeah, don't know, know what's going on. It's, yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. So here's an idea. Let's, let's put a bunch of 18 year olds in it, in a cage and um not let them out. Oh <laughs> so, my God. Like, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like that. But That's so funny. Um, but, um yeah. Any other know. fashion? Um, oh, I liked uh, I liked Denise's outfit when she showed up at um, Paul's hospital room after he got mauled by the lion. Oh, I know. <laughs> so cool. The brown fringe. I wrote the brown fringe jacket. That flower blossom hat. Yeah. A wa- white bustier and like floral skirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. Yeah. I love it. Her outfits are really cool. Yeah, they're really nice. Uh, what about you? Do, you? do you have any fashion notes? Yeah, my first note is Paul Walker in a crop top, <laughs> which is what the name of the fucking movie should be. Um, I really like that striped co- like crop top that she has. Oh, that's not really a crop top, but the striped top that she has on when they're doing the dancing in the oh, beginning. Okay. Yeah. Like, and it reminds me of Buffy. Yeah. Vampire Slayer when they're like doing the cheerleading. Anytime it's like in a gym and it's 90s and they're doing that, it reminds me of Buffy the TV show and Buffy the the movie. But the intro to the movie is exactly like this intro. Mm. How funky is your chicken? How (laughs) funky is your chicken? How loose is your goose? That's gross. Totally loose. (laughs) So come on, all you hog fans. So come on, all you hog fans, and shake your Your caboose. caboose. (laughs) And shake your caboose. (laughs) Woo! It's so gross when you think about it. How gross that fucking song is. I'm like, oh god. Um I also love, okay, we mentioned the outfit where uh, she goes to see him in the hospital. I also, the entire outdoor party 
they kind of like scan the party. It's like one mm-hmm. of the parties outside at night. Everyone has awesome outfits. Yeah. I just wrote like everyone just looks so cool. There's that girl. I think I forgot her name. Her name her real name is Siobhan Durkin, but she's the one that called the blonde girl. Oh, okay. She's at that party and she has that red thing on and that gold skirt and like black garters. Like is, she looks super slutty. Is she the one who's having sex when she gets killed? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. She okay. totally looks like she would be in the Guns N' Roses groupie section. Okay, cool. Like totally. Yeah. Um, and I also think that Denise Richards lost her car calling by not taking up the mantle for Tawny Katane. <laughs> <laughs> because like she is that girl. Like yeah. she totally is that girl, which is I find really funny. And apparently in that scene in the end where she had to dance in front of the camera and she became like a cam girl, uh-huh. uh, she was actually like really uh freaked out by it. Like she wasn't that girl yet. Because she yeah. hadn't done wild things. So she was actually, Uh-oh. like, really uncomfortable to, like, do this dance in front of this camera. I was like, yeah, I would, too. Yeah. Like, it's really fucking weird. So I think they wanted her in, like, more scantily clad stuff. But she was, like, she wanted to go to, like, Victoria's Secret and pick out an outfit that she liked. So she picked out that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was like, good for you. And yeah. look what happened. And then she did, like, wild things. And she's yeah. like, fuck it. <laughs> um, I also saw one of the one of the articles. I think it was the the one for The Independent that I that I showed you. And I had a, a copy of one of the, the pictures from the movie. And it was her in the barn laying with the, the T-Rex. And underneath <laughs> it was like, and it was like, strange relationships. And then it was like, actress Denise Richards would also soon be in another strange relationship by being married to Charlie Sheen. <laughs> it was like, I love that they equate the two, like her being in a movie with a T-Rex and having an unconventional relationship. She had the same type with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, but I like, at least a T-Rex used to be human. I don't know what Charlie Sheen used to be. <laughs> like, right. Until he was in like Ferris Bueller. When he was in that, I was like, Oh, and wall street. And I think oh, after right. that is yeah. when he. Eh, I, did, I think that's. I, I did actually think he was really good in Platoon. Um, oh, that's right. That was 80, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Something happened in the early 90s. Um, oh, and then he was also in this movie with Christy Swanson called The Getaway, I think. Oh, okay. Um, where, like, um, he, like, uh, I think he, like, he, like, tries to rob, like, a convenience store. And um, he ends up and he ends up taking Christy Swanson hostage, and they end up going on this like cross country car chase for like the entire movie. Oh, um, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Is it good? Have you seen it? It um it like you know it has some cameo appearance appearances from a uh, flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers where he tries really? to like run them down with a Mack truck. So there's that. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's, I can't it's, believe it's, Charlie Sheen's just like out and about. <laughs> it's it, it's it, it's a stretch to call it a good movie, but it's it definitely was something that entertained me as like a ten year old. So oh wow, yeah. <laughs> that's cool though. Yeah. Wait, what year was that? I think it was like ninety four. No, because oh. I, I remember I started watching because I was like really into like um, the I'd chase. Like, yeah, I think it's called the chase. chase. It's called the chase. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah escape convict jack hammond takes a woman hostage and sets off for the mexican border with police hot on his tail yeah. um oh yeah. henry rollins is in it we have to do this yeah <laughs> yeah we have to do this okay <laughs> yeah he's officer dobbs oh okay cool. um what was it, christy swanson then she was she's your, buffy yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah. that's what i thought something else she was in though too um I'm trying to think 
She kind of um, like, didn't she kind of fall off for a little while? Well, isn't she like super Republican now? Oh, is she? Oh, maybe yeah. I don't know. I love how we got all quiet. I also heard that like um, Melissa Joan Hart is like kind of like Republican yeah. too. Which I I'm think like, she is, yeah. But she used to be Clarissa. I <laughs> like, know. She used to be super cool. And Sabrina. <laughs> and Sabrina. Like you were like countercultural. Yeah. I was like She's probably just like oh, whatever. <laughs> God. Anyway. How nuts. How nuts. Um uh, the, the add that to the list of things that celebrities will do to break your heart. <laughs> God, I know, right? Um okay, I also wrote Byron's Afrocentric clothes. I actually really like yeah, I did too. Like, I think they're really cool. I also love like the outfit where he like comes to get them in the barn when he's on the bike and he like changed into his like biker gear. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was really cool. Um, and then we talked about the funeral outfit. It was just so good. And then that white, I wrote the all white Madonna lingerie at the end. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, okay. So music, do you have anything for music? Um, I didn't recognize anything. Now, I didn't recognize anything, but I heard a lot of songs that I really liked, and they were all by this band called Jaded Heart, and oh. I can't find the correct one. Huh. But they did three songs that were so good, and it's like the song in the credits, it's the song in Michael's room when he's in the room like thinking about her, and then she calls. I do love that scene where she like calls. She's like, come over, I need you right now. He's like, okay, I'm leaving right now, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I um, maybe like take it back like two tenths of a point <laughs> like, he's like yeah like I'll, I'll leave right now she's like no but don't park outside he's like yeah okay okay <laughs> like she's yeah like, and then also he like parks right outside <laughs> yeah he parks like right out front um yeah so i guess you don't yeah that's the only thing i have for music nothing really significant but i want to find those songs i'm going to try to hunt them down because i really like them so i guess moving into favorite scenes and lines what were some of your standouts oh god um okay um I um love how the um I uh well the fight scene is um you know like just went on and on it just like wouldn't stop the testicular standoff <laughs> <laughs> fuck is is this what guys do do you guys like grab each other's balls like at the same time until like one decides to let go I've never had this particular problem but maybe I need to start fighting like a you know like like uh paul walker does <laughs> like oh, god paul um, walker. um i uh love the scene when he uh gets um released in the wild animal park and um you know it's so fucked up it's so horrible it's so and fucked up and like um you know um just you know i meant I, he's in a stressful situation so i'm not going to fault him but just in in general, when things are not supposed to do when confronted with a large predator is run. So, like, so what do you do? You just stand there? I mean, you're supposed to, like, you know, make a lot of noise, make yourself look bigger, you know, like, start throwing things and, you know, like... <laughs> Does that they, work? Yeah, you know, like, are they I mean... just going to, like, attack you? Yeah, I mean, he basically needs to act like he's been in line at the DMV for, like, eight hours. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> um... 
And then I love when he's in the hospital and the mad scientist comes in and he like um, starts pounding on his chest and saying, live, live, live. (laughs) (laughs) When they try to like resuscitate, it's literally, it's like a fucking Pauly Shore movie. It's like, it just became so insane. I was like, this is so silly. Um, It's just like a Chris Farley movie. It was was the sort of thing I was like so ridiculous. I couldn't like process process it i was just like no like, i was just like i don't even i i know this is funny i just i i, I can't i can't i'm ca- I can't, i'm not capable of laughter now like it's just it was really weird yeah it's like really fucking weird <laughs> even though yeah the whole like brain extraction scene was so weird it was oh god that um and <laughs> did uh and i think like uh one of the like one of the lackeys that the mad scientist had was uh Isaac from Children of the Corn. Oh no way! Um, like he's he's he was he was like the computer guy with glasses, the one um, that gets killed first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love how um, this is like an animatronic T Rex that can't actually kill you; it can just bite your head off and spit it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's basically all it can do. It's it it's not it's it's not li- living tissue like eating. Like, you know, swallowing the flesh isn't going to bring it any sort of sustenance. It's just... So who's controlling it around? I I don't know. <laughs> like, wouldn't there be somebody behind it with, like, a joystick? Like, <laughs> I mean, you Right? Think- like, how is it able to, like, walk around on its own because it has Michael's brain? <laughs> like, I, there I, should I- be someone <laughs> remotely controlling it. I don't think the um I don't think the laws of science and our reality <laughs> apply to, to this movie. <laughs> no. Like um, how? I was like, how did this happen? Like, did did when you were in school, did you um I know there was like this like live action like dinosaur like exhibit at like the Smithsonian called Dinomation. I don't think I ever went to that. It was it was sort of like this thing of like robotic dinosaurs were sort of like posed in like a habitat and you'd sort of like walk through and then oh, they move this, yeah they like would move and they'd roar at you but they could like you know like you know i mean it was you're seeing a dinosaur but you were like aware that it was like a very robotic looking dinosaur so. <laughs> it wasn't like the ones in like jurassic park where they're just like screaming in your face and yeah like, like, chasing <laughs> you in a jeep <laughs> like terrified i thought this t-rex looked a little velociraptory it um there are, are some anatomical issues that I saw. Like there's this um like it uh it's that sort of that old trope that you see in like old dinosaur movies where the hands are face downwards mm-hmm. and like in reality like the transfer's hands would be faced like inwards, sort of like it was holding a beach volleyball. So oh, okay. So it, so it um it like it it was physically incapable of like rotating of like having its wrists like turned move yeah so signal thumbs up and thumbs down i mean you know i mean i I think like that paper was like something like 10 years in the future so i'm not gonna like fault them too much for that but um there is also a uh theory that's um i think that has been going on for a while that um about whether or not like dinosaurs had lips like really yeah so you know how like in jurassic park and this movie like its teeth are exposed Mm-hmm. Like when its mouth is closed, its teeth are exposed. I think like there's a theory going around, going around that they they would have like a flap of skin, sort of like covering the teeth when their mouth was closed. So and oh. that they um 
Although I, although Darren from this movie does like does does, does that like sexy snarl, Carl, you know. So um, yeah, I like don't know. Snarl. It um it, the biology may have been years ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> like a weird snarl. Yeah, I was like, how do they know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? Okay, Michael, we'll go get you a Mountain Dew Code Red. I was like, what? <laughs> How do you fucking know that? Like, she just like understands everything he's saying. I also love that in that independent article, it's called um, Tammy and the T-Rex Unearthing the Wild 90s B-Movie that put Paul Walker's brain into a dinosaur. <laughs> and then it says like, Tammy and the T-Rex is the greatest boy trapped in dinosaur's body and unable to have sex with his girlfriend film you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Totally, totally is that. I do also love the scene when, like, he goes to her room and, like, <laughs> takes her to the barn. And then he's, yeah. like, trying to communicate with her. Like, you know, like, bracelet. Yeah. Brain. You know? And, he taps, and, and yeah, he taps Sounds like, and she's, and she's like, she's like, oh, I get it. It sounds like, it sounds like rain. And I was like, what? How did you get that? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, you would not have gotten that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also love that, like, the whole time you think, like, when the show, when the, the movie first opens, you think she's, like, going out with Paul Walker. And then when she, like, walks outside and then she sees, like, Billy, who's her ex, I guess, she's like, no, get out of here. I can't see you anymore. I was like, wait, isn't that your boyfriend? What are you doing? What is this relationship? And then when the guy comes, who's like literally like, I don't know, like 28 or some shit and just shows up at a school. And she's like, no, but Michael, you've got to get out of here. He's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I don't like want this to happen. I love later on when he goes over to her house, super overzealous, like grabs the condom and makes it look like it was fucking gold when he leaves his room. It's like, <laughs> grabs it, walks out. And then as they're like making out on the bed, they're both like, I love you. I was like, what? <laughs> I love you? What the fuck? I thought you guys weren't even dating. Of course, when Billy comes barging in, barging into her fucking house How? past her parents with 30 fucking people. I was like, <laughs> What? how did they just go like oh oh it's the ex <laughs> he had like his whole gang in there banging down the door i was like this is insane <laughs> like what is this so crazy and i wrote death by lion mauling was not what i expected yeah i did not ex expect that at all um, um which is oh god which is just so funny i love that when the nurse just like stops the machine and just takes yeah. him <laughs> she's like natasha like like bullwinkle yeah she's totally like N the natasha um which i thought was really funny and i love that he like keeps waking up outside yeah and he's like tammy and they're like what <laughs> you know he's waking up and they like punch him <laughs> like that's how they like knock him out <laughs> they just like keep punching him to like knock him back out well, apparently Tammy and the T-Rex wasn't even the original title. <laughs> it was it's like Tanny, right? Tanny, yeah. And I was yeah, like, it's Tanny. I was like, that's such a 90s name. <laughs> I know. Why did they change it to Tammy? Like, I thought it, it says Tanny in the movie. Yeah. Even her name, it says Denise Richards as Tanny. That's why I was like, yeah. wait, is this Tanny or Tammy? I mean, I, I, thought, guess just I mean, it clearly says Tammy, like on the, 
like on the poster. But, yeah, like, <laughs> but it's like it was called Tanny. I don't know why they didn't change it. It's just kind of crazy. Um, and I wrote oh, this brain extraction is ridiculous. It, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> and I wrote, wait, so he can uh, automatically from having a brain remotely telepathically connected now because it's not in there and no one's in there controlling it. Um, he knows how to use a phone, a payphone. I <laughs> guess the answer is yes. Whatever you get his change is- back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and gets his change back. Oh God. I love that. Like I wrote dino boyfriend grabs the boyfriend and squashes his head. Those two bumbling old guy cops are pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're pretty funny. <laughs> um, I was like the funeral, like he's at his own funeral, and the T Rex is there and crying. <laughs> All the tears like coming out of his face, like the T Rex. I was like, oh my god. I mean, and then I, I wrote my the only quote that I actually wrote down from the movie was when the the doctor or no the cops say it's that crazy doctor and that lanky bitch again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought was really funny. Um, and I then mean, I was like. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I mean, I think attending your own funeral would be a very emotional experience. You know, I, I, um, I, I think you'd, I think you probably, you know, like sort of get sidetracked by like petty things. Like, really, this is how many people showed up? Like, and that's what they wore? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Why aren't you crying? Like, I was the light of your life. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, she's totally going to bang my fucking husband. This is going <laughs> to yeah. happen. Like, you can totally I, just see. I knew it. I knew it, Janelle. I knew it. I fucking knew it. They just come back from the bushes. I can't believe this. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, that's really funny. Oh, God. So I wrote, so in the end, his brain is in a Petri dish, and she turns into an OnlyFans creator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For him. She, How? like, Denise Richards basically single-handedly created OnlyFans. Like, yeah, she did. Like, she totally did. And he, I love how he's, like, she's, like, teasing him and, like, dancing and stuff. And he's, like, and you hear his voice, like, his computer voice, which they somehow managed to create AI as well. In this. Yeah. That, that um, she's, like, he's, like, oh, man, I got to get a body and quick. <laughs> it's, like, oh, my God. <laughs> this movie. Mad props to the people who did it. I'm so sad sad that we don't have paul walker to talk about like now that we could ask him about it yeah because i now i really want to find like more stuff about him in this movie like has anyone ever asked him about it or denise like i kind of want to know if people have talked about it i think it's one of those culty kind of movies though yeah yeah i think so yeah i think it's Um, like a b movie cheesy there's um there's also that hilarious scene where like Byron and uh, Tammy like break into the morgue, <laughs> like oh, yeah, the show to... of different bodies. And it's I'm, I'm just like, shouldn't a morgue have like more security than like an unlocked door? Like, I know, right? <laughs> and he keeps showing different bodies, and then he's like, "How about this one? He's black." And he's like, "No," and he's like, "I hope this isn't racist." And she's like, "No, he just wants to find someone that looks like him who's cute." <laughs> awful like, i mean this is so funny i mean of all the options i think that you'd probably have to choose the the woman like she seems to be yeah. the youngest and in like the best shape like i love that she was like no i don't want a woman i was like cut to four years and meanwhile like, it's like it's not exactly what you're gonna say and i was like she yeah why didn't you pick the girl but she's like no not at all i mean i guess you could like i i, I guess you he 
could have chosen the middle-aged guy and it's just like buying a rundown house. Like it might, it might not be in the best shape now, but once you start, you know, moving in it, you can probably get into, you know, like. <laughs> well, you compare a middle-aged man to yeah. like a poorly constructed house. <laughs> like a rundown house. I mean, you know, it's, it's a fixer upper, but. It's like, a fixer upper. Yeah. He's a definite yeah. fixer upper. <laughs> Do you have any quotes? Do you have any, or do you have any more scenes that are your favorite? Um, I don't think so. Um, did you get any quotes? I only had that lanky bitch one. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna name it. Any down, but I know there are like a bunch of them that I um just like lost it on. Like there were like like I know there there are a bunch of lines that like the actor said, and I like I like I just like lost. I just lost it. But, it's just um, like so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the one quote they have on imdb.com is just Tammy saying, is that really you in there? Oh, Michael, what have they done to you? <laughs> it's, like, it's just so funny. It's just so over the top and like really funny. And I definitely suggest that you smoke a fucking blunt and watch it. <laughs> I think that was my mistake. I was not on any drugs when I watched it. Oh, movie, yeah. I definitely so. smoked a bit. Um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> but, um, I, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I, yeah. It, it was, was cool. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. It, um, you know, it's one of these like weird, like kind of creature features that, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's just like so campy and like weird that, you know, it like when you try and explain the plot to other people, you just sound crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it also reminds me, it also really shows me where a lot of like TV shows like Buffy, like got their inspiration from these like B ho- like horror films. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of Buffy episodes. Like a lot of them are like monster of the week. Mm-hmm. very much like this like remember there was that weird frat one where there was like this weird snake god yeah, these frat yeah, yeah guys yeah. like prayed to and they sacrificed virgins yeah and um, like cordelia like was like there's like a college guy or something and it was like this weird like phallic uh <laughs> type of like <laughs> um monster and stuff which is kind of funny it was like what like if you try to explain that to anyone I was like, they oh, get it. well, it's a bunch of frat guys w- worshiping a snake that lives in their their basement. <laughs> so, yeah, like... you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, yeah. See, no, <laughs> you like won't get it. It's so funny. Yeah, so funny. So yeah, this has been super fun. This is a fun bonus episode. So uh, so yeah, Patreon peeps. We'll probably do some other random films on here too. Yay! So yeah, in the meantime, subscribe to the regular feed. Uh, Keep on keeping on, and we'll see you again. Bye. Bye.